Welcome to the First Love Church. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi serves as a bishop in the First Love Church, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward Mills. Bishop Richard currently pastors the London branch of the First Love Church, a vibrant campus ministry with young, energetic people full of first love for the Lord. We believe this message will give you hope, light and love to strengthen you in your Christian walk. Now listen to Bishop Richard. Upon you. Behold the darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness cover the people but the Lord shall arise let us pray Father in heaven we glorify you tonight we thank you for this great privilege to be in your holy presence to hear your word Lord I pray for direction I pray for revelation I pray for the reign of the spirit Lord Direct us, help us, instruct us, Lord. May we be encouraged as we hear your word. Thank you, Father, for the blessing of preaching, teaching, and sharing your word tonight. I give you thanks. In Christ Jesus' name I pray. And everybody said, Amen. God bless you. Take your seats. Good to see all of you. And praise the Lord. Okay, Ephesians chapter 6. For a brief exhortation. Is that a good idea? Ephesians chapter 6. This one says that children obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. What is right? Obey your parents in the Lord. Verse 2 says that honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment, with promise. Um, verse 3 says that, that it may be well with thee and thou mayest live long on the earth. It's my prayer that it will be well with you. Yeah. Verse 4 says that and ye fathers provoke not your children to wrath but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Beautiful. Verse 5, servants, be obedient to them that are your masters according to the flesh with fear and trembling and singleness of your heart. Verse 6 says that not with eye service as men pleases, but as the servants of Christ doing the will of God from the heart. Next verse is what? 7. With good, with goodwill doing service as to the Lord and not to men. And then verse 8 says that, knowing that whatsoever good thing any man doeth, the same shall he receive of the Lord, whether he be bond or free. Okay, verse 9. And ye masters do the same things to them for bearing threatening, knowing that your master also is in heaven. Neither is there respect of persons with him. Next verse is what? Verse 10. Finally, my brethren, 
Are you still in church? Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Then verse 11 says that. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. I think today I want to share with you from Ephesians 6 and 11, which says that put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And I'm sharing from chapter 60 of the good general. Fight with all your weapons. Fight with all your weapons. Christianity is a fight. Life is a fight. Um, everything is a fight. So, the scripture, um, thank God for the Bible. Thank God for the Bible. Do you thank God for the Bible? Do you thank God for the word of God? Yes, the word of God, the word of God is already, you can see. Any, any um, situation, circumstance, whatever you find yourself in, a pastor, uh, a student, a worker, whatever your life is, you would see that the scriptures have already addressed your issue and your life's issues. It's already been addressed. It's there. It's there already. So you discover here, as the Bible is saying to you, that put on the whole armor of God so that you will be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. In other words, if you don't fight with all your weapons, you will not be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Because the devil, the scripture says, like a roaring lion is moving about, looking for someone that he can eat, that he can devour. So to be able to stand against him or to withstand him, the scripture is advising that use all your weapons. Use everything. That's why he's saying put on the whole armor of God because it also means that you can have on just sections of the armor or part of the armor, not have everything on. And when you don't have everything on, you will not be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. That is the things, the tricks, the ways, the strategies, the things that the devil will throw at you. You will not be able to overcome him if you are not fully clad in the armor of God. Armor of God means the armor that God gives, that comes from God. It is God who gives it. It's God who has given it. And that is, that is what works. That is what works. Nothing else would work. Nothing else would work. Nothing else works in this battle and in this fight apart from what God has given and what God has said. This is what will work and this is what will help overcome the Devil. Bibles, you're welcome. So, put on the whole armor 
of God. Whole armor of God. So, like the title of that chapter in the book says, fight with all your weapons. Use all the weapons to fight. All the weapons. Don't use some of the weapons. Don't specialize. Don't specialize in certain areas and leave other areas because there's a purpose and a reason for each bit that God has given to us because it could be easier to handle some things and to use some, some weapons. It's easier, but the Bible says use all. Use all. That's what I say. Put on the whole armor of God so that <laughs> you will be able to stand against the walls of the devil. When you can't stand against the walls of the devil, it means that you are not using all your weapons. You are not using everything. You are using some things, not everything. You are using what you are comfortable with, what you are happy with. What is easier for you to use or what you think is important. But read the Bible. It says, put on everything. Use everything. Use everything. Become an expert in everything. You see, sometimes, sometimes you see Christians, you even see pastors. See pastors. You see, one of the things... One of the things you should um, do in life, if you don't do it already, is ask, ask, ask yourself questions. Ask yourself questions and maybe ask questions as well. Because you will see that sometimes you see pastors, Christians, pastors. Tuesdays is for pastors. It's a pastor service and then you are invited, isn't it? Yes. Because you are being trained to become pastors. Yes, you also become pastors. Mm, I don't know why you are not, but I mean, so far as I'm concerned, you should be by now. I don't know why you are not. If you should ask me, I don't know why you are not. Yes. These people, what's your name? Uh -huh, these Van Dykes and all that. I don't know why they are not pastors. You've been moving around the whole world. Yes. But... You should be pastors. You should become. Stephanie, all these people, I don't know why they're not pastors. They see me there, they are smiling and giving me hugs. Give me hugs doesn't make you a pastor. Do the real thing and become a pastor. You are called. You didn't think you didn't know that you are called. You are called. I was saying that pastors, you see. <laughs> Yes. Sometimes you see. So I'm saying that ask yourself questions. Ask yourself questions. Because you can major in one thing. You can major in something and feel that this is it. This is it. Or maybe not even this is it, but what you, you see, everybody does what is easy for them. And it is, it is, it, it, I mean, it's a bit of repeating myself, but it's like it's easy to do easy things. Everybody finds it easy to do what is easy. Isn't it? Is it true or correct? Yes. 
Some people, some people wear a beard not because it's fashionable or whatever, but because they are lazy. Because even when you look at their face and the beard, you see the beard is like farm animals. Have you seen a farm? And then you see some cattle dotted all over. Yes. And you wonder that. You wonder that why? Why are you listening to me? Look, if you have something to say to somebody already, say it. Don't use my preaching. Say what you've been thinking. Don't. And then when you look at it, you see that, though, this person, even the beard doesn't suit you. Doesn't suit your face. Your cheeks are already big. Then you find that this beard. Or you even look, you even look scruffy. But you see, it's because of laziness. It's not, no, it's not because it's cool to wear a beard. You don't have, you don't have time to shave. Because it, takes, it takes a lot of your time to be shaven. You shave, then you touch your skin to make sure that it's smooth. You go again. It's, it's work. It's work. If you are going out, if you are going out, you, you have to make time. You have to start preparing earlier to clear all these stabs of hair from your face. If you can't, don't have time, you are lazy, you are not disinfected. Look, it's okay, let me go. Then there you are. That's why a lot of the ladies like wigs. Because it's easy just to throw it on your head. It's like a cap. It's like a cap. It's like a cap that they wear. Just put the cap on. Off. And they get them, they just take it off. Have you watched the movie Face Off? Face Off. Yes. So wake off. Yes. Aha. So I'm saying that one is easy. It's, it's easy to do and it's enjoyable. So some of the pastors do what is easy for them. It's a good thing that they are doing, but it's just a fraction of what you are supposed to do. So you see that you are doing something, but you are not getting the full results. Or you are not even getting, you are not even getting any results at all. You are not getting any results at all. Because you are not doing everything. You need to do everything. If I want to get to this door, first thing that will occur to me is that I'll think about it. I want to get to the door. Thinking about getting to the door doesn't take me to the door. Yes. Yes. Even though, even though getting to the door means you have to think about it first. To know how to get there. How long it will take you to get there. I mean, a lot, but the thought, he says, so after you've just thought about it and you end there. You, you won't get anywhere. So you see that pastors have done something, but they haven't done everything, or they have not even done. The thing that will really take them there. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, in your Christian life, in your Christian walk, the scripture says in Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 11, 
rather put on the whole armor of God. Everything. 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 Wear everything. Don't leave anything out. Put on everything. Everything must be worn. Not some things. Not the things that you enjoy. Not the things that you find easy. Put on everything. Then, then, stay stand won't stand a chance in your life. Yes. Then you'll be able to overcome him. Then you'll be able to beat him. So, what are the things that we're supposed to put on? We're going to go through all the things. There are seven of them. Do you have to go through all seven? Yes. yes. So, we'll go through all seven. We'll go through all seven very quickly, though. Okay? So, verse 12. It says that, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness and hype. So, you see, even, even the, the, the kind of opposition that you have is something that you even have to be conscious of. You have to be conscious of, of the type of opposition that you have. That, uh, let me just take the, even just the first part, the first instructor that is given that we are not wrestling against flesh and blood. It's like there's nothing, there's nothing really physical about what is going on. Sometimes, sometimes you see, you're, you're, even, you're even counseling someone you're counseling someone, and the person is not even responding to the advice you are given. It's a spiritual problem. It's a spiritual problem. Stubbornness. You haven't seen what, you see, stubbornness, not yielding. You tell someone that, do this, and then suddenly you become like the person's enemy. So you see, someone that perhaps has obeyed you throughout their lives, done everything. But you see, the person was doing everything because it's like everything that the person has been told. The person is doing not because you said he should do it, but the person perhaps has been eyeing it, has, has a desire to do that thing. So it is, it is not even obedience. It is convenient. And it is what I want. So the day, the day the instruction comes that is contrary to what the person wants or finds easy, maybe even, let me even use the word finds easy, then you see equality, so we are the same. Mm-hmm. Yes. Then the person starts releasing spiritual terminologies on you. Yes. To prove that I'm also deep. Oh, I also know what I want. I also know what I'm about. But it's a spiritual problem of stubbornness, rebellion. Won't follow, won't yield, won't give in. You see, but there, the leader has to know that you are not fighting against flesh and blood. Because when you think you're fighting against flesh and blood, that is when you start having personal problems with people. You have a personal problem. But it's not a personal problem. Yes. Your wife can behave like a witch. And your husband can behave like a wizard. Yes. 
But you see, in that day, you have to know, you have to know what type of spirit has come into the house. Yes, you have to know. You have to know. That's why you, you have to deploy and use the gift of maybe discernment. That what am I dealing with now? What am I dealing with? Now? I don't know how old you are, but so that you will see that new a new problem has come to your your life. A new problem, a problem you've not seen before, has suddenly come. Where did it come from? Which door did it use? Which window did it use? But you see, it has arrived. But whatever it is, it is a spiritual problem. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. You are wrestling. You, you, you are, there, there is a battle. Yes. The wrestling. The wrestling. You see, people have not been able to fully become what God maybe called them to become. Because they've done things halfway. Halfway. You see, when you take someone in um, school, there are different types of students. Different types of students. There are students that, there are people that who are just happy that have gained admission into secondary school or you so it ends there. No, seriously. I've gained admission. When I finish this I'll compare I'll compare it to church work and you see the difference. You see what I'm saying. They will say I've gained admission. I'm in uni. It's not how you call it uni. <laughs> yes, I'm in uni. I'm there. I'm there. I'm there. I'm studying law. Or tourism. <laughs> or cooking. <laughs> but you see that the person's ambitions and drive ends with, I'm there. Yeah, I'm, I'm in there. Look, there are people who will tell you that they're in the library. It's true that they're in the library. But, but they can't even absorb anything. But they are there. It would have been better, it would have been better if they were in their room. Yeah, but it's like, hey, I'm in the library. I've gone to the library. I've gone to the library. Now, what to do when you get to the library? They don't have it. What do you do when you get there? They don't have it. They actually don't, they don't even know what to do. But they're in the library. I'm in the library. I'm there. Because they've seen someone who says they've gone to the library. The person seems to be doing well. So it's almost like then going to the library means doing well. No, but that's, that's not the truth. That is not it. Because the people don't assess themselves by results. I've discussed that a lot of people don't discuss themselves by results. That's why you see that somebody who said that I'm going on missions. I'm going on missions. And then the greatest achievement for him is that I've gone on missions. But is that when you get there, what do you do? 
It's not, it's not, it's not even an issue. It's not, it's not even a topic. Like the person says, I'm in uni. Or I'm in the library. You, you understand my point now? So it's like we, 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 we highlight and celebrate things that it's not, it's not, it's, that is not, that's not what is even needed. I'm still talking about put on the whole arm. So you see, you've just taken one step and you have decided this step is the main step. Oh, you see, someone said, no, I'm a pastor. I've been appointed as a pastor. Look, look, look. Are you looking? <laughs> look. <laughs> Don't be deceived. Don't be deceived. Appointment. Appointment. Institutional appointments. Has nothing to do with spirituality. Yes. Don't make a mistake about it. Don't make a mistake about it. Institutional appointment. Even today, even today, I can appoint yourself. I can say from today you are a pastor. Do you know anybody who has challenged me for pastoral appointment before? Do you know anybody who has written to me, why is this person a pastor? Do you know anybody? Do you know me? He just give me a pastor. But after that, will you have pastoral work? Will you have anything to do? Will there be, will there be anointing? See, it is the anointing that makes a difference. Because when you become anointed, people know that now you are anointed. Not that you have a title, now you are anointed. That's why we see that you have work to do. You have something to do. Otherwise, you have a title. Appointment. Who? Oh. It's like admission into uni. <laughs> yes, appointment. It's like it's like getting a library card. I have a library card for where I live. I mean, I have a library card. I have a library card. I'm supposed to have some secret number or a code or something that when I go to the library, I can um, use the um, computers or whatever. I have a library card. Ask me how many times I've used it. And ask me how I got a library card. I needed to do something, either a scan, I needed to scan something or, for, and, and I said, ah, where? I was, I was in the town center. Where can I go? And someone said, oh, the library. So when I went to the library, they said, do you have a card? Are you registered? I said, no, 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 no. Give me the form. Let me register. So I, as I was registered, I said, see, what am I going to do with it? So I registered. Then they said, okay, you can use it. That's a library card. It's about eight years ago. <laughs> eight years ago. I have a library card. I have a library card. It's, it's eight years now. I have not even gone 
anywhere near the doors of the library for it to open and for me to even run away. So people think, oh, we get something. It's like, this is it. This is it. I'm called pastor now. Now I'm called pastor. Now I have this. Now I have that. Now I've gained admission. Now I'm, I'm going on missions. So it's like, it's like, this is it. This is it. That's why a lot of, a lot of pastors, a lot of, I mean, no disrespect to pastors. No disrespect to pastors. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. But a lot of pastors have prematurely retired. Yeah. I was whispering to some people once. I was whispering. I'll tell you my whispers. Even the answer I was telling them, they, knew, they know that I'll, I'll, I'll say, I was telling them, you know, some of these pastors that you see are not good examples for ministry. I was whispering. I said, they are not good examples. I said, they are good examples for faithfulness that they've been there. But in terms of anointing, ministry, advancing a ministry, I said, no, I said, even an F, I'll not give them an F. Do you know grading A, B, C, D, E, F? F means you have failed. I said, even F, I will not give it to them. So if you set your eyes on them, that this is your example. going to die now. Look, the average if like the oldest of pastors that we have is going to live for another 20 to 30 years more. They're not going to die. They won't die. You shall live and not die. Yes. So the question is, for the next 20 years, what are you going to be doing? They're going to live for another 20 Oh, 30. I mean, Pastor John, you just celebrated the big one. Yes, he just celebrated his 50th birthday. Yes. He is going to go for another 30 or 40 years. 40. He's, he's even telling me 40. Have it. Even another 50. The question is that. Can, can, so do, can you imagine, it means that you're going to live longer than this church has existed in London. You have more years to do. So if you're already tired, you have 17 people for seven years already. It's like no more. It's like I've finished. I've graduated. What are you going to do for the next 40 years? The next 30 years? The next 20, the next 20 years? What are you going to do? What are you going to do in this country? I mean, what will you be doing? <laughs> so anyway, you need a combination of everything and a lot of things to even, to even stay. And it's my duty to tell there are some of the some examples in life are not good examples. Don't your parents tell you that I don't have certain friends? Yes, it's true. Yes, it's true. But just as, as they are telling you, you don't have certain friends, somebody is also telling them about you that don't have the, don't be friends with this person, which is you. That is that's how life is. That's how life is. 
When you think you are so good, somebody also thinks you are not good. That's how life is. Yes, that's how life is. Your parents are telling you not to marry somebody. Somebody is also telling their child never to marry you. It's very, it's very wonderful. Oh, you see, what I'm saying, I can give you real practical examples. I know people. I know people who are telling, sometimes they are saying that I don't like this person. It's like they don't want, it's like this person seems to be whatever. I don't like this person. And then I also know that they too, somebody has said never about them. So when I hear it, I just, I just laugh. I just say, wow, life is, very, life is very interesting, you know. It's very interesting. Everybody feels good. They're great about themselves. Hmm? What do I say? You never married this person. Somebody's mother has said, never married you. Oh, don't bring yourself. Let's go back to our, our verses. So, for 15 minutes, verse 13. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. So you can see again that you need the whole armor. You just do, you don't need part. You don't need part. You need everything. Everything. Verse fourteen. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth. So number one in the whole armor, complete armor, you need truth. Truth. No lies. Don't lie. Don't play with lies. Don't joke with lies. Don't toy away with, around with lies. Truth. Lying invites demons into your life. Don't lie and don't joke with lies. Don't say, this is a light lie. Yes. And if you're a preacher, a pastor, when you're preaching, don't lie. Don't say things that are not true. There are so many things to talk about that when you're not sure of something or you don't have something, you don't need to use it. Use other things. Talk about angels. You don't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to say things that are. You don't you have to say. You, I be you. You fully. I be your wife is your childhood sweetheart. <laughs> you don't have to say that. So leave that subject and talk about angels. Do you understand? You don't. You don't have to say that your wife was your was your uh, first love. She's not your first. She, I mean, you as you are saying, you know she's not. If as you are saying, pictures of other people are flashing through your head. It's not moving like that. So I don't know what will make you want to say. Can you see my wife? We've been married for this. We've never quarreled before. As you are saying, as you are saying, you are not even talking. So my, I rather think that rather, even if you want to, if it be real, adds a bite and power to your message than the acting and the pretending. Don't lie. 
good sweetheart. What first love? What do you mean she's your first love? Is she a church? (laughs) 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 Yeah. So my wife is my first love. First time I fell in love. That she's the one that I'm married to. Oh, please. We beg you. Maybe if you say the truth, maybe other brothers will even be encouraged. But some of the brothers, when they are bounced a couple of times, they get depressed. So maybe your story should rather should be how you've been bounced 17 times. And then on the 18th attempt, you got this angel. So you have to tell the church that you wait, your angel is coming. Your mistakes of yesterday shall turn into a blessing today. Somebody receive a blessing. Yes. And people will be encouraged. Don't be saying that you know I prayed for 200 hours. When I opened my eyes, I heard my phone beep. When I checked who had sent me a message, it was my wife. And I heard a voice from heaven saying, this is she. Sit down. No. No. Don't lie. Don't lie. Don't say God has spoken to you when God hasn't spoken. You see, look. You see, don't say, you see, I was praying. Don't say I was praying. You you haven't prayed. (laughs) No, No, do you understand what I'm saying? You see, these things, they build up into greater forms of deception. Greater forms of deception. Don't get used to lies. That you are lying. It's every, every, everything is not straightforward. But see, you don't call it a lie because it's like there's a bit of truth in it, but it's not the complete story. Say the truth. Say the truth. Truth. Speaking the truth. Say it as it is. If you can't say it, my advice to you is avoid it. Yes, talk about something. There are a lot of other things to talk about. A lot of other things to talk about. There are a lot of other things to talk about. Because, you see, lies are like self or human made standards that oh, if I say this or I sound like this or I say I was able to do this I've done this then I'm acceptable or I'm successful but that is not what that's what God is looking at God doesn't need any those standards to make you anointed or to change you into anything God knows he knows you as you are he knows what you are he knows where you've come from, what you've been through. You don't, you don't need to cook up stories for, for people to feel, yes, God is your friend. So that you are close to God. Yes. That's when people, you say, you get used to lies. You grow up, you start, you start deceiving people. 
you even move away from the gospel. Move away from the gospel. And start teaching other things. Look at that. Look at how today from the pulpit people teach economics and finance. Yes. If you don't read your Bible and you don't pray, you'll find it very, very attractive. And you'll start doing it. I heard someone talking about finances. I said, ah, but this one, if I go to my bank, they can tell me what he's saying. Those were the thoughts that occurred to me. I said, ah, if I go to the bank, they'll tell me these things. Do I have to go to church? Give me my verse back. What's verse 13? Okay. Back to verse 14. 14, la. <laughs> Stand therefore having your loins. That is the belt of truth. Belt. The belt of truth. The belt of truth. The belt of truth. Keep it on. So that your pants don't drop. Keep the belt on. Belt of truth. Speak the truth. Tell the truth. Even Truth is always, doesn't always look nice. Something the truth doesn't look nice. But say, this is what it is. This, this is it. This is it. Yes, this is it. This is it. This is it. Lying doesn't make you look any better. And God hates lies. God hates lies. Don't always try to impress. Be yourself. Be yourself. Don't try. So you see, the, the, the effort, effort to impress sometimes is too much. The makeup, the accent. It's, it's too much. It's too much. You see, all these are forms of lies. Forcing to be things that you are not. You see, look. Respect. Respect the call of God and the things of God. Don't make yourself into something in the ministry when the grace to be that thing is not there. Because when the grace comes, you see, nobody can fight you. Nobody can fight you. Nobody can fight you. You don't, you see, the things of the street, they are not cooked. Like how people cook accounts. Things of the spirit are not cooked. They are real. What is, when you see that, it's real. It's real. Yes. When you see Bishop arrive in a town, a city somewhere, there's come crusade and the people gather. You see the milk? It's real. It's not a cooked up thing. It's not some arrangement. People gather. Thousands of people gather. It's not, it's not cooked. It's not something that is cooked. What you are seeing is what it is. 
So don't live a life of lies. Making yourself into something that you are not. Forcing spiritual accents when you are talking. So just say sing and then you have to come up with that. You know, today the Lord laid on my heart to... Just sing and go and sit down, okay? Just sing and go and sit down. 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 Don't come kind with of stories, covering up things. You see, all I'm saying is that putting on the whole armor of God includes the belt of truth. So say the truth, speak the truth always. No lies. Say the truth. Don't pretend you are some mighty giant when you are struggling with weaknesses. Number two. The second thing when you are dressing up, when you are putting on everything, everything, the second thing is righteousness. The breastplate of righteousness. Continue pleasing God. Live to please God. The righteous are as bold as lions. Your strength, your strength is in your righteousness. Because look, let me tell you something. There will be stories about you so long as you're a human being on this earth. There'll be stories about you. There'll be stories. The stories about you are called accusations. You will experience accusations. And some of the accusations can derail you. You can derail. You can stop. You can stop going to church. You can stop the ministry. You can, I mean, you, you, before, before you realize what people are saying about you is what is guiding you. That's what the scripture is saying that. Put on the breastplate of righteousness. So as the things are being thrown at you, you stay on course that I am here to please God. I am here to serve God. Yes. Your righteousness must not be, must not be derived from the opinions of men. Yes. Your righteousness must come from your trust in God and your fear for God. Your fear for God. Not your fearful man. How many of you have been told you've done something you've never done before? How many of you have seen something you've never done it, but it was, it was put on you squarely that is you? Yes. Me too. I've lifted up my hand. Yes. You, you are not lifted up your hand. Have you something you've never, you've not done? It, maybe it's never even occurred to you. Yes. Me too. It has happened to me before. Me too. So, because of, so, 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 what will you do to yourself? Has God called you to tell that you've done? You so keep serving God. Be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the Lord. Keep serving Him. Stay righteous in the eyes of God. Stay with God, pleasing God, serving God, focused on God. Righteousness. Pray. 
breastplate of righteousness. And before that, you've, take, you've taken off every good thing that God has given you. You say, oh no, this church, I'm done. This church, done. How do you say Relax. Relax. You're not going to church again. Why are you going? Where you are going, Satan has his agents there waiting for you. Oh, they will even say worse things to you. Worse things. Worse things. Righteousness. Verse 15. Number three. My time is finishing. It says, the third thing you need to be wearing, and your feet shot with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Wow. That is traveling, traveling, traveling for the sake of the gospel, for the work of the ministry, moving for the work of the ministry, moving for the work of the ministry. You see, Van Dyke and Co., we should have been able to deploy you into different barrows of the city, having crusades, having salvation rallies. I'll be asking, say, I saw some people in Lewisham. I said, Apache, I thought you said you were in Croydon. Who are the people that I saw in Lewisham? They said, oh, we saw, that is Tim Van Dyke in Lewisham. Preaching the gospel, ministering, singing and ministering. Your feet shot with the preparation of the gospel. Yes, moving, moving, moving for the sake of the gospel, moving, moving. But you see, so, so you look at the believer, he has maybe he has, the, he has tried to wear the belt, tried to wear the breastplate, but he's barefooted. He can't go anywhere, not going anywhere. And the Bible is saying that because you don't have this thing on, you can't withstand the devil. You can't. You can't resist him. You can't resist him. Because you have to wear everything. Everything. Everything has to be on. Your feet shot with the preparation of the gospel of peace. You see, our lives and as a church, pastors, your branches, wherever you are, there has to be a movement, a movement all year round, all year round of salvation, going for salvation, preaching the gospel, telling people to be saved, different activities for salvation, for salvation, Including International Day, including Mother's Day, including Father's Day, including Founder's Day. Everything has to point at salvation. Yes. And the feet is implying that there has to be movement. That we are moving from place to place. We are moving. We are moving. We say to ourselves, we say to ourselves, we are praying. You're praying 60 hours. Praying 100 hours. We finish. By the time we finish, by the time we finish, king, by the time we finish what? King. King. Outreaches begin. 
spread ourselves into the city. Different locations. Preaching the gospel. Preaching the gospel. But until you even finish, you are tired. You just go and sleep. You just you buy you buy shawarma on the way. By the time you get to your doorstep, you finish eating it. When you enter your room, you open your fridge. You don't even you don't even you don't even have water. You open the tap and put your mouth to it like a dog. A drink. You you don't even feel sorry for yourself because you have accomplished greater things. Greater things have been accomplished. Greater things. That spending your time meditating on loneliness, poverty, I don't have this, I don't, you don't have all these things, but you have Jesus. What are you doing with the Jesus that you have? You have Jesus. You have Jesus. You have Jesus. These are the things that disturb me when I see some pastors. I say, you, you're going to live for 30 more years. And you preach from January to December. You preach one Sunday and one weekday. One Sunday and then one sleepy weekday service. One Sunday and then one dodgy weekday service. Something like that. Ah, the 31st night comes. No movement. No movement. Satan is, cel- is, is celebrate. He's celebrating in that church. He has everybody under his control. Anything he wants. God forbid he hasn't got everybody. Anything he wants he can do. Because the pit, there's, there's nothing. Then you see us arguing over numbers. That was even, which you even mention. So, oh no, it wasn't 17, it was 37. The person was sending it. Like, what are you even saying? What are you even saying? I say, shame on you, shut up. What are you even saying? What are you even saying? Was trying to encourage me once that somebody is doing well. He said, oh, he, he had 29 people. I said, 29. I looked at him and I said, 29. I said, what are you talking about? 29. I said, shush, shush. Shush. Do you understand? Shush, shush. When Jesus died for the world, I go to stand in front of him and tell him that I got 29. He died for the world. He could have 29. He died for the world. There are people who have 29 children. Shush! Shut up! Shut up! You are blind. You are, you are blind. You are dumb. You are deaf. You, you. I mean, you are. You are. You are totally, totally off where the ministry is concerned. Total. You are off. Shush! Twenty-nine. I shall be at twenty-nine. <laughs> ah! How oh, disgraceful! Feet. Give me my verse. Give me my verse. I don't like to see my verses. Your feet short with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Yes. Nana. The church. It should have spread. It should have become a principality in the West now. A principality. A principality. But the gospel spread all over. You're a young man. The, 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 
spirit of the church must be upbeat. So we are going. There's no rest. It's upbeat. We are going here. We are going here. We are doing this. That is, that is, what, that is what must be in the church. No, we are eating fried chicken. You should even be fighting with some other children. Look, we've booked this place already. We are having this. You two, what are you coming to do there? You see, I like such quarrels. You see, when such things are not in the church, you know, the church doesn't look impressive. No matter what you say, no matter how you what you present and what you, you do, you don't look. You, you are very unimpressive. Very very unimpressive. We were not saved, but it's like when it's like. What's this person doing? This because this is not the this is not the spirit of the church. This is not the spirit of the denomination. This is not the spirit of our founder. This is, this is not it. This is Sunday. I was somewhere, so I was traveling back, and on the flight, I remember that hey, it's Sunday. I'm going to church. I said, I said to myself, what am I going to preach? Sunday, I was in the air. I was in the air. I was flying from somewhere to Frankfurt and then from Frankfurt to London. So I remember on the journey to France, I said, what am I going to say? It's Sunday. Then I remembered that he said, it's Founders Day service. I said, eh, Founders Day. Then I asked myself, if Bishop was to come to church, what would he preach about? What would he say? That's the question I asked myself. What would he preach about? And I said, oh, he will preach about the work of the ministry. So I said, let me look for, let me look for something that talks about the work of the ministry. That was my message for Sunday. Work of, because that is the spirit of the person that has trained all of us and brought us up. That is the spirit that he has. The work of the work for God. Let's be working for God. Let's be working, 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 working for God. He's having crusades now. He would, he would barely end the crusades and then he's boarding a flight to Australia. Barely finished in Australia, Philippines. Barely finished in Philippines, Singapore. Back to back, working for God. Winning souls for God. Training ministers. And then you should see us in our homes. You are not even 50. Tires are tires. You see, there's no life. No life. No activity. No movement. There's no movement. There's no movement. Every movement is institutionalized movement. I need you, I need you people to see the difference. Institutionalized events and then events that come because the Pastor is full of the spirit and therefore has drive to do things. It's different from institutionalized events. Founders Day outreach, month of evangelism, international day. This, you see, look, you see, look I, I hope people will listen to me. I hope you are listening. I hope you are listening and not commenting as though you know everything that I'm saying. I hope you are listening. 
Does me? I'm talking to everybody here. Nobody is exempted. <laughs> and look, institutionalized things eh, is one of the greatest deceptions that can ever catch on you. Especially like a developed. You see, we're, we're, we're a blessed church and a blessed ministry. Blessed. Have structures, have things in place. So you can easily be fl- flowing and following something that is already been arranged and put there. But not the spirit. Because where you are Lord of Lords, it's, I don't know what happens there. I don't know what happens there. I don't know how many people are there. I don't even know what you preach about. Next one. So we can go home. Verse 16. Above all, taking the shield of faith. So this is number one. Four. Okay. So number four is the shield of faith. That is, now you need faith. Not common sense. Not what is convenient. Not what makes sense. Know what looks safe. Faith. Faith. Van Dyke, why hasn't God led you to some of those places, deserted places in London, where there are drug addicts, prostitutes, strange people, graffiti everywhere, including someone inside someone's nose. There's graffiti there. They'll call it tattoo, but it's graffiti. How come God hasn't led you to do that? I've heard your name for years in the church. Van Dyke, Van Dyke. How come I haven't heard that? Van Dyke has taken his... Are you not the guy who plays the guitar? Van Dyke has taken his guitar. And you should see these kind of lost people around him. And he's playing music. He's singing to the ministry like David ministered and demons fled. How come I haven't heard that? Faith, I mean, where is your faith? If you say you have faith. And I also say I have faith. I said, show me your faith by works. Why is that faith? Why is that faith? Because bless you for playing guitar, whatever you play in the church. But I see, it is an institutionalized arrangement. Yes. Your pastor was a guitarist. When you came, he has played guitar. So we said guitar can be played. So everything has been organized. So it's not really a faith effort. You are just following a trend that this is what is done. This is what is done. They're following a trend. It doesn't take, it doesn't take me much. It doesn't take me much to come and preach on a Tuesday or two. It doesn't take it's not it's faith, it's the spirit and all that, but it is not challenging. Because the church is there. Whether I like, have I called any of you today that come to church? Did you see a poster on Facebook that come to church? No, but you have come. If I want faith, then I'll buy a ticket, rent a hall in Serbia, and say, I am coming to preach. Pastors in Serbia gather and come and listen to me. That is faith. So when I have 80 pastors and their members and 80 people gathered there, then I know that, yes, it's an effort. 
It's different from it's different from waking up from my house and coming here on a Tuesday or coming here on Sunday. See if I'm coming to church on Sunday, I don't even need to announce it. I'll come and meet people here. Faith, Van Dyke, and all other Van Dykes. Sit down so they don't think you are the only one I'm talking to. No. I'm talking to you about what will make you stand against the devil. No faith activities. The devil is happy. He throws anything at you and it's working. Because there's no faith. That's what, that's what I keep, maybe you, don't, you are not getting it, but I said somebody has 20 more years to live, 25 more years to live, 30 more years to live, and has retired. Sunday, MG, thank God, thank God for the ministry that we have that there are books. So you just arrive with a book, then you start reading the book. How much faith have you used in that? If you altar call, you make an altar call, nobody gives their life to Christ. Wow. No problem. Faith. You understand faith? And faith activities and faith works. Works. Let's see your works. Let's be people of faith, people who are doing things for God, moving for God, advancing for God, working for God. That's faith. You need faith. We need to be faith people, not common sense people. People who are careful, not afraid boys and afraid girls. And sisters, if the brothers won't do, you should do it all. We all stand before the judgment. Don't think that when we get there, you say, hey, I was a girl and there was a boy there. So I was hoping that the boy will do it. No. If they won't do it, you should do it all. Because you also be judged. You also stand before the judgment seat of Christ. Bima, you also stand there. The whole armor, we all have to wear it. We all have to do it. Verse 17. And take the helmet of salvation. So this is number what? Five. Thank you, Jesus. Five. Helmet of salvation. That is the pastor, the church, must be people who think about salvation. Must think about salvation. Think about salvation. Do salvation things. Let the church know more and be used to salvation activities and salvation messages. The preachings of salvation. Altar calls after every type of meeting. There has to be an altar call. Weddings, funerals, engagement, everything. If the, if the church, the pastor, the church, the pastor is wearing the helmet, any chance he gets to be thinking about salvation? Outdooring, he'll be talking about salvation. About salvation. About salvation. I always remember an outdooring that I went to. 
one of my pastors out there, and I met one of my pastor's sister there. And she had come with a boy she has found. I always remember that discussion. I was with Pastor Jerry. They were trying to <laughs> get this boy to be a Christian. He said he's a Christian. And this is so-called uh, beloved girl. Things that he's, because you see, she, she's from Africa. And he's also from Africa, but he's from, he's from Africa with an accent. So she feels she's found some gold in something. As we are talking to guys, we can tell that this guy doesn't know the ABCs of the faith. He doesn't, he doesn't know anything. He doesn't even go to church. He doesn't even go to church. I always remember Pastor Jerry asking, do you speak it? <laughs> it's almost like, it's almost like if you speak it, I speak it now for us to hear. Speak it now. <laughs> She's sitting there, girl in love. Girl in love. She's, 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 she's found some boy. She, the, the things that we are impressed by. If you are a real Christian, is this what is impressive? He says, when you hear the sisters talking, they, they want to marry a fair boy. If you're a fair boy, all the girls will want you. Fair. So you marry a wizard, you'd be surprised. You marry a wizard. You better go for somebody darker than me. Fair, they want light skin. I think they want when, when they are pushing their uh, pram or whatever, when you look inside, you see a fair baby with curly hair. I think that's the dream. Boy, very sharp, very sharp. I've been talking to, talking to when they mention him, a fair boy. Very sharp. I think I have feelings for him. Very sharp. Feelings. You see what will happen to those feelings. Three days into the marriage, you see the feelings where it will disappear to. Fettings. What am I talking about? Salvation. Salvation. The teaching. The preaching. The activities. Yes. That's how I went to an outdoor and I was talking to somebody about salvation or whatever. They were sitting there. I said, you know what I mean? <laughs> he said, hey, hey, we know what we mean. <laughs> we know what we mean. Do you go to church? Do you pray? Are you born again? And then this African girl will be answering and say, yes, yes. It's almost like, don't worry him, don't worry him. We shouldn't worry him. He will worry you. <laughs> he will worry you. No, ask me what has happened to them, whether he worried her or not, or, or she worried him. They have worried each other. (laughs) 
helmet of salvation. Salvation. Anakazo, biazo, anadea. All, the, all these things are for winning of souls. You see, these are the messages in the house. Anakazo, anadea, biazo. What else do we preach about? What else should we talk about? These are the things we talk about. These are the things that must be talked about in the church. Not how to make your first million. It's of teaching salvation. It's of teaching people how to be saved. To teach them economics. That's why people are not becoming pastors. That's why people are not becoming shepherds. That's why people are not rising up to do, to attempt great things for God. Because they are not hearing things that will make them rise up to attempt great things for God. They are hearing other things. Hearing other things and seeing other things. When they look, what they see, it's not, you are not challenged to do anything. I wish I will hear every pastor is standing on a box, takes a speaker, stand on the speaker in the corner somewhere, preaching the gospel whilst his members are looking at them. His members are looking at them as they preach. Somebody said, my, my pastor sends us on outreach and visitation. He says that we should go. He's praying for us. I almost said, go and tell that fox. church many times to go and preach. But don't just, we, do, we don't just do dancing or singing and there's no preaching. There must be preaching others I won't go. There must be preaching and I'll preach myself. I preach myself. Today when I hear of them that they are out there I, I even asked them, the other day I said there was someone said, ah, where are you? They said, oh, where are you? Where are you? I'm waving there because see, what they have seen, their practices so one of them, one of them will rise up and preach just as they have seen. One of them stands up and preaches and makes altar call. You, see, you don't just preach. You make altar call. You want to give your life to Jesus. Lift up your hand. Lift up your hand and say this prayer. Because you've seen me stand on the box and preach many times. Many times. Not teaching how to make your first million. Or how to pay off your debts. Or how to get a good job. Good job you will get. Oh, you'll get a good job. Million pounds you want. That's your vision. You'll get a million pounds. Take me back to my face. And then, this number what? I'm going to number six now. Okay. Oh. Where, where are we? Verse 17. Who is that? It says, and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So now you have to know the word because it's the word that you use to fight. You have to know the word. You have to memorize scriptures. Memorize scriptures. Don't just say, it. the Bible says somewhere. It says somewhere in the Bible. Sometimes you have to say it. Hosea 10, 12. You have to be able to say it. 
don't say it says somewhere. Every time it's every since they joined the church, it's been saying somewhere. Some of the verses have to be quoted. You have to quote the verse, quote the scripture. Memorize scriptures. That's why we have a, we have a book. We have a book. What's the book called? No, scripture, the one in the Macario. Scripture, Bible memorization, what? Handbook, yes. Bible memorization handbook. Which, which has the must no scriptures. You must have it. If you remember, you must know of the existence of this book. If you don't have it, go online and buy it. It's there. It's, on, it's online. You can buy it from there. And be memorizing scriptures. Be memorizing scriptures. Jesus used scriptures to overcome Satan. He said, it is written. He had memorized scriptures. Memorize scriptures. It's called what? Scripture memorization timetable. Bible memorization handbook. Yes, look for it. Bible memorization handbook. Because you need it. For your armor to be complete. Hmm. Are you there? How many do you have? Six. Is it not enough? It's not enough, but it's time. It's time for me to go home. What's number one? Truth. How many of you have stopped lying? The, the lies you call little lies, isn't it? Have you stopped? You'll be purer when you stop lying. So the truth. truth doesn't mean that it's beautiful. It's truth. Do you understand the difference? Yes. And then what's number two? Righteousness. What's number three? What? Okay. It's the, it's the soldier's shoes. What's number what? Number four is what? Shield of faith. Next one. Hmm? Helmet of salvation. Okay. That's number six. Five. And then number six is what? Sword of the Spirit. That is Bible memorization, the Word of God. Verse 18. Praying always. Praying always. Praying always. So, your last bit of the armor that you have is prayer. Be prayerful. The church must pray. Members in the church must pray. You must pray all the time. Without prayer, pastors, without prayer, you are not advancing in the ministry. Yes. You need, you need prayer to enter into new territories and new dimensions of ministry. It's prayer. It comes by prayer. And it comes by a lot of prayer. So you need prayer. You need to pray all the time. Pray all the time and pray for long hours. 
And when you're praying, shout. Otherwise, you fall asleep. Yes, pray loud. Pray. You need prayer. The church needs to pray. For there to be church growth, there has to be prayer. You see, some of the things, some of the things, when you see it, you know what has caused it. You know what has caused it. You know, this person doesn't pray. Even the type of problems that you have is the absence of prayer. The type. Lest you say, I say that if you pray, you will not have some problems. No, I say the type of problems that you have, it's a type that comes because of no prayer or little prayer. Because when you pray also, there's another kind that you will encounter. But so you see, even the type of problems that you have and issues that explains your, your level, your spiritual level. Type of problem. Type. Type. It's like sicknesses. So there's some sicknesses when you have it. It tells which part of the world you live in. It immediately says where you are. Where you are. What water you've been drinking and what air you've been breathing. And what type of animals are inside your house? Wow. That is prayer. Prayer says a lot about a Christian. It says a lot about a ministry. It says a lot about a church. Prayer. Yes. When there's no prayer, there are certain things that are constantly present. They are there. They are there. And you see, after a message like this, and you see, people start, start praying. They say, the problem is not good. The problem is not good. How old is that problem? Then you pray for three days, you say you should go. You need a lifestyle forever and ever of long hours of prayer. Every day. Pray every day. Pray every day. Things are not changing. Things are not giving in because people are not praying. Yeah. When people pray, things change and things given. Things given. Things are not given. They were given by prayer. By prayer. By prayer. <laughs> I'm telling you. Pray. Pray. So you see, you may be doing outreach, but no prayer. Or you'll be praying, speaking the truth, but you don't preach salvation. Or you'll be praying, preaching salvation, speaking the truth, moving for the sake of the gospel, but no breastplate of righteousness. So you're affected by things. You're easily derailed. You are not living to please God. 
You are not living to please God. So the comments and the opinion of men affects you. Yes. What people are saying about you, you are affected. You are living to please. You become, you become a man pleaser. Instead of pleasing God. Don't accusations come. You have to say it's up to them. It's up to them. They should be there. They should be there and be talking. And continue. Make your forehead hard. Hard. Hard forehead. That's what Jesus said. God, God said to the prophets. He said, don't be afraid of, your, of their faces. Don't be afraid of their faces. Hard. You are moving on. But no breastplate of righteousness. You have the feet. You have the sword. You have the helmet. You have the belt. But you don't have you are out. You've packed out. You've packed out to be a, a, a Pharisee-like kind of Christian. Sitting there pointing fingers at people's faults and problems. Yeah. You've made a mistake before and so what? So you should go to hell. That's the aim of Satan. That's his aim. His aim is that it's over, it must be over for you. Because in case you don't know, you are a threat to him. You are a threat. You are great. That's why perhaps he's even thrown some things at you. You are a serious threat to him. So you need a breastplate of righteousness. And say, hey, no matter what, I'm fighting on. I'm pressing on. It is God. It is God. I've, said, I've spoken to God. God is okay with me. I've spoken to him. It is God. It's you and God. What's your relationship with God like? Oh, you don't read your Bible. If you read your Bible, you see there's a Jacob in the Bible. There's a David in the Bible. There's an Abraham in the Bible. Yeah, they're all there. They're all there with issues. But they had a breastplate of righteousness on. And we are living for our God. We are pleasing our God. Not men. Not men. Not men. God. God. That's why they became anointed. They didn't have institutional appointments. They had divine appointments, which is anointing. When you become anointed, you are, you've received divine appointment. God has chosen you and given you an ability that you know that man can never give to you. Yes, that's anointing. That's anointing. So those of you who have ended at institutional appointments, God is calling you higher. There's a higher place. There's a higher place. There's a higher place. God bless you. Yes, stand to your feet. You're close enough. Fight with all the weapons. Use all. Use all. Use all the weapons. Use all. Use all the weapons. Are you going to use all the weapons? Use all the weapons. Use all of it. How many of you can see that you have, you've been missing parts of the weapons? Hmm. Yeah. Use all. Now use all. 
you'll be great. Pray for yourself for two seconds. Pray for yourself for two seconds. Talk to God. Talk to Him. Jesus, we thank you for your blessing. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Every eye closed, every head bowed, you're here. Somebody invited you. You don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Maybe you've been backslidden at heart. Today, you want to rededicate your life to Jesus. Or you want to give your life to Jesus. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus today. I want to walk with God. I want to walk with him. I want to live for him. I want to serve him. Pastor, please pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. While every eye is closed, every head is bowed. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to come back to Jesus. If you're here like that, just lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. Just your right hand. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus. I want Jesus. I want God in my life. I don't want to go to hell. I want to go to heaven. Lift up high so I can see you. God bless you. God bless you. I can see your hands. God bless you. You want to join in. You want to give your life to Jesus. Just your right hand. I'll pray with you. God bless you. Have your hand lifted up. I want you to come to me. Come. You lift up your right hand. Come. Come. You want to rededicate your life to Jesus too? You can join us. Come. It's a good decision. Don't live a life. Don't live a life of confusion. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come to Him. Let Him have His Father, thank you for these precious souls. May they be washed. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for healing. Thank you for divine protection, Lord. May every curse of sin be broken. May every shame be taken away, Lord. Thank you for a new life, new hope, faith in you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the workings of the Holy Spirit in their lives, Lord. May they know you. May they experience you. And may they say our God is true. Our God is real. In him, I will put my trust. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. Now, all those of you in front, say this prayer after me. And church, help us as we say this prayer. Say with me, say, Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. Please forgive me. 
of all my sins. I believe Jesus is alive. I believe Jesus died for me. And he rose up on the third day. I believe Jesus shed his blood for my sins. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Be the Lord of my life. Say, Heavenly Father, please write my name in the book of life. I say, thank you, Father, for accepting me and for receiving me. In Jesus' name. Now say, Satan, I curse you. I bind you. I reject you. I cast you out of my life. I belong to Jesus. I will no longer serve you. I will no longer obey you. I will no longer listen to you. I belong to Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. amen. Say the loudest amen you've ever said before. Amen. God bless you. Yes. God bless you. God bless you. You may go back to your seat. Welcome to Jesus. God bless you. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on social media. Search for First Love Church London on Facebook and YouTube and First Love UK on Twitter and on Instagram. Have a blessed week. is risen upon you behold the darkness shall cover the earth and cross darkness cover the peace